Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> yup. Oh, Hello, God, welcome to Nerd on Update, where uh, we talk about the things that we love in the nerdy news, and then also answer questions from you. Strong start. We don't. Yes, we don't introduce <laughs> the host, right, Caitlin or Josh? Nope. nope. So we're gonna go <laughs> Thanks, ahead and Tom. go first. And I, and I'm gonna do the news first. None of y'all could come get me. None right. of y'all could do that move where you were like, next week I we're in the studio, so we can come at you. It's true, but not yet. Almost. 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 Um, so today, I want to start out the news. Uh, you know, it's me. It's your boy with the with the Wonder Woman DC boy shirt. Um, oh, man. My DC fandom has right behind me. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, some interesting things happened this week. Yeah. Um, I made a funny. I, uh, to me, it was funny. Um, and uh, it was about how like, oh, man. A new thing on the internet came out, and I get to talk about that on and the update, and I don't have to talk oh, about yeah. DC stuff. That. And then here we go, Army of the Dead uh, Q and A. Zack Snyder posts um, or shows a picture of Wayne T. Carr as the Green Lantern, and because someone asked it um, during the Q and A, they're like, "Hey, do you have like a snippet or something like that?" And he's just like, "I don't have a snippet, but I have a I have a picture on my phone." And he just shows it, and of course the internet blows up, and they're just like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" And uh, I think it's it's quite interesting again, like to see those kind of things. And I, I kind of just want to harken back to um, Ryan Reynolds and how he leaked the Deadpool stuff. And you know, I think mm. some people might say like it's a yeah. different thing, but to me, it's kind of like in the same spirit of like people want to see some of the stuff. And and also he's just asking. Uh, or he's answering questions from the audience. So, you know, his film comes out and still people still talk about Restore the Snyderverse and all that stuff. And yeah. he had recent like interviews because, you know, you, every film you get a PR junket. Um, and um, they they did one for Army of the Dead. And then, uh, you know, particular interviews will, will blow up because of what things are said. And he's talked about how um, in Justice League 2, you would have gotten the female Furies uh, landing on Earth and then fighting, they would land in Themyscira, and then they would have an all-out war with the Amazons, and everyone was just like, mm, "We could have it." We but he's been pretty that. vocal in saying like, "Warner Brothers has not reached out, and they seem clearly not interested in what he has to offer." So it's pretty much to that point. Everyone, you know, again, keep it positive. You know, don't harass and all that stuff. And it's shitty that I have to say those things, but like, I know it feels it's a thing. like. Yeah, it feels like uh, you know you're not being heard, and the things that you want are aren't coming out, and the things that you you don't are being force fed to you. But just you know, you know, vote, be vote, be vocal, uh, and and talk a lot about the things that you want. But again, it's all about respect. And there are some some reports. Again, it's just working hard to make sure that uh, if you want to see more of this, then you got to put your money where your mouth is and vote with your dollars. But. Um, because HBO Max has not released the numbers, so we don't know if it's a success because it would kind of be an all but like certainty that like there would be continuation, whether it's on HBO Max or on the large screen, um, but some kind of continuation. Um, but Samba TV, actually, and that and uh, I believe um, Migu are like the big like guys. This has been a success. 
because they're the only ones that's been talking about the numbers. And uh, yeah. it seems that a lot of streamers are not no longer uh, reporting the numbers because they don't seem they don't sound good. Um, regardless, because if it's it's in a we're in a pandemic still, and um, theatrical releases are kind of weird. But um, the most recent uh, report was from Samba TV from a number of UK households who watched uh, the HBO Max day and date films uh, when they came out. And at the bottom, with 61,000 um, downloads, was Mortal Kombat. And that after that was Wonder Woman 1984 at 203,000, and then Godzilla versus King Kong at 225,000. And this is during their initial release. And this is on VOD mm-hmm. and on HBO Max. And then Zack Snyder's Justice League... Uh, had seven hundred fifty-one thousand. So it was. Imagine all of the four, three other films before it combined, yeah, right. and, and then even send some. So like a lot of people are kind of holding on to that as like proof of like it was successful, even though every like major outlet that ha- doesn't have any numbers are saying it's not. Hmm. So it's yeah. it's an interesting place. It's an interesting place um, because and I I, I want to round this all out and say one quick thing. Because that's all the DC Boy stuff. Uh-huh. And I, the thing I was actually going to do as my news was that the Green Knight trailer came out. And that looks oh, yeah. baller as shit. It looks real <laughs> good. And I'm just glad, like, and to me, I was like, oh, I don't have to talk about a superhero. I could talk about another <laughs> movie. And then all of a sudden, Green Lantern. I'm like, ah, I got to talk about it. So um, yeah. I'm done with that. Who's next? Josh. Me. It it me. It's um, him. So this past week, PlayStation... Sony, they announced that they will, they will have two new colors for the PS5 oh. controller uh, coming out in June. They're ready for pre-order now. I haven't gotten mine. I just can't. What, what are the I colors? Just, they are Cosmic Red oh. and Midnight Black, and Ooh. they look sexy AF. Um, I am not a big fan of the white. Uh, ask these guys. My uniform, my life uniform, is essentially a black shirt. Yeah. Nothing else. I don't wear pants. He's an no. anime character. Yeah. yeah. I just wear a black shirt and some like no jeans or oh. no pants. Sometimes pants. Um, you know, I, I mean, as, as someone like me who's much, you know, you, I don't think you have a console allegiance. You've gone both between Xbox and PlayStation. You had Switch. I have. I've never had an Xbox. Um, I'm kind of liking the white. And I probably would go yeah. with the white and the red. I controller? changed my plates on on my PS5. Oh. I changed the plates. I I went to like a, I found a company that you, you voided your warranty. Yeah, uh-huh. I voided my no. They're they're <laughs> so easy to slip off that I could easily uh, put them back on. Are we um, still talking about the console? I'm sorry. Wait. No, we're talking about my we're talking about my pants. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it uh. It looks dope black. I'll just tell you that. It looks real good. And so those controllers, they look real nice. I'm not usually a red controller guy, but that cos- that cosmic red looks real Is it, nice. It's a deeper red. It's a brighter red. Yeah, it's it's almost like I'm looking at it now. It's almost like a maroon-ish. It's, it's like, almost like oh. like mo- like a monsterish red. Like it's yeah. a, if you got a red T-Rex, Bloody like red. that's what it would look like. And then, gotta, you, gotta, gotta. and then you put like the black accents that they have and the blue lights. You wouldn't like every – it just – Mm. It just works. It just works. It's sexy. It just works. And it's it is a if I can, sexy. If I can find a PS5, I'd get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Look at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin. 
so for me, so we we knew that E3 was going to be virtual this year, but we didn't exactly know, oh, it's going to be virtual this year. <laughs> I thought it was canceled. So for those of you, uh, uh, <laughs> it, it, the information hasn't, wasn't. Our next se- segment, news to Tom. News to Tom. <laughs> so yes, E3 is going to be virtual this year. Uh, but they hadn't really talked about how they were going to do it until this past week. So um, they're going to be streaming for like all four days straight. And uh, it's going to be absolutely free. There's no paywalls whatsoever. Everyone can tune in. Um, The only difference being that they're going to have... um, They're going to have media days. I think there's like the week before the event. They're going to do some media meet and greet kind of thing. So, you know, E3 proper... Originally, so 2017 is the first year that they started opening it to the public, and they were like $250 tickets for public to come in. And before that, it was all just business-to-business journalists. So that's like companies getting a chance to all be in the same place, go to each other's booths, talk about their business stuff, and then the journalists would go around taking pictures and interviewing people. Hey, what are you working on? Blah, blah, blah. And then the public came in, and now we can't have any of that. You can't have any of those statues of characters from the games. You can't have the cosplayers walking around. You can't which have the were booth dope. with swag, uh, <laughs> which was super cool and super fun and very interactive. Uh, so it's sad that we're not getting that back. Um, but uh, at the same time, it's still nice to get some kind of normalcy that we're at least getting the event in some capacity. Um, so what's going to happen is the uh, exhibitors are going to have their own... <coughs> Kind of like their own digital booths in a way. From from what I was reading around, there's going to be like games to learn about the games that are on there. Am uh, I playing can, a menu? Kind of. <laughs> like from, yeah. what, from what I'm reading, you can like create your own avatar for the event. Um, and then you can go to different booths and stuff and get little wow. achievements. So it's like made into this interactive event. So it feels like the fun that you would have had if you were at they're the trying. show. Um, so they're doing their best. We'll see how it actually yeah. pans out. Um, registration is currently open on the E3 website. Um, there's already been, you know, some companies that have had their departure. I think Sony was the one that didn't wasn't there last year. Uh, and they are not going to do their own thing again. I think Nintendo mm. is doing a presentation. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle a totally virtual event uh, with constant streaming from many, many, many different people who are all trying to get everyone to pay attention to their thing. So it's going to be a fuster cluck, but we'll see how it goes. Um. Yeah, I'm interested to see just because I know that like we've talked about in the years past, like even last year when it was canceled, that another big thing for E3 is that a lot that's a lot how a lot of independent game companies Mm -hmm. meet with the bigger publishers. And so it takes away that that avenue for them. Um, Yeah. So I, I hope that there's a I hope that somewhere in the chaos of all of this, there is something that is a because we've we've met some really amazing independent companies that have made some really great games that I hope I hope everything's okay. Yeah. Earth Knight, yeah. I remember that hand-drawn mm-hmm. game that was beautiful. I have it. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. So it, you know, you don't get the the same magic of stumbling around a show floor and being like, "Whoa, what is this little beautiful nugget? What are you?" Um 
but or hopefully testing games that never come out. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, we'll we'll see how it all comes together, and uh, hopefully there will be some of the magic still held within this virtual event. But time will tell. Only a couple yeah, weeks we... away from that too. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the next part of our show, in which we answer questions from you, the people. And the way that you can submit these questions, we have a lot of ways, but you can send an email to questions at nerdon.tv. You can also go to nerdon.tv backslash questions. You can also join our Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And uh, there are channels in there. And if you are a member of the Nerdon Nation, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, you do get what we call a Nerdon Nudge, in which we answer your questions first. Ah. You can ask questions like, Spencer asks, if you could use the matrix learning technology to learn one thing, what would it be? Japanese. Okay. Japanese what? Japanese the language. Okay. All of it. For sure. Every single kanji. <clears throat> Every single iteration, like with keigo, the like super formal, mm-hmm. and the casual and the regional dialects, I would spend, that's the one thing I would work on. I, I'm so fascinated by by all of it. And it, it, it just takes it so much like. time. Like my sister yeah. is basically fluent and I'm like a three-year-old being like, I know where I how I can ask to go to the bathroom. Josh and I don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Bonnie, like, uh, Bonnie has been taking um French class since basically the beginning of um the beginning of the quarantine. There's a oh, language. Parlez-vous français. Uh, I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a language class in Pasa or language school in Pasadena, and she's been taking classes, and now she's getting into advanced. I'm like, "Are you fluent yet?" She's like, "No, no." no. French is very confusing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yes, it is. For me, for me, for me, what would it be? Tom, you go if you got yours. Uh, everything about economics and the stock market. <laughs> That's a really good one, actually. <laughs> the, okay, the reason why I say that, because like I think to me, languages, I am also fascinated by languages, but those aren't things that are like out of my way that I would not mm. probably learn about okay. them in life. Where like economics, business, and financing, and, and specifically the stock market is like, I literally have to sit down and just do this. There's nothing in my career path that would probably be like, Maybe you should know how to manipulate the stock market. Like, unless I just made a movie about, like, The Big Short, you know, like, then I would have to do that. But those aren't the movies movies I want to make. But also, I just want to get so rich that, like, I don't have to make movies. I get to make movies because I'm just so rich. I don't need to. I want like, Amazon. I just want to be Amazon. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so rich. <laughs> Tom wants to, to be money. Amazon. <laughs> but have the All power. Right. But I would be, you know, <laughs> everyone, please. We have, like, 40 bathrooms. Take a 20-minute break. None of this garbage about you living in a car. That's stupid, yeah. and I hate it. Josh? That's stupid, and I hate it. Um, putting some thought into it, I think a skill that I've been thinking about recently that I just really wish that I had was, like, construction. Oh. Like, being able to, like, there's some changes that we would love to make to our house. We have a pretty small house, and there are times that I'm like, I've built, I'm pretty good at building things, but, like, an actual, like, like parts of a house, like with foundation and stuff like that. 
It'd be that. Or music. Like, that, that'd be another thing that I'd be like, just all of it in here. All the music, all inside all my body. All the music, like, the, I, guitar, this, just... This is a genie-breaking question, because the, technically the right answer would be to make more matrix learning technologies. Oh. Well, couldn't you technically, aren't you technically not limited? So you could be yeah. basically like, well, so I wanna, that's what I said. Just first, I'm going to do this, learn one. and then I'm going to do this. Yeah, but then like, if you can learn one, so I, as if you'll never have the option again, it's like, all right, let me learn how to make this so I can make it again. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the genie-breaking question. But Yeah. Um, yeah. Next? Yeah, next question comes from Noe. What food pairings are heavenly to you? In other words, what food items go together for you like PB&J? Excluding PB&J, uh, of course. I'm already salivating. <laughs> Contain yourself, Caitlin. Mm. She just um, needs a bowl like... Caitlin's <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably going to be tea and honey. <laughs> you're so cute. It's lobster with melted butter and lemon. <laughs> Nice try, I mean, though. Isn't the lobster just, like, a thing to get the butter in your mouth? Like, it's not even real. No. No, it's, 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 it's getting the proper ratio of butter and lemon and then dipping the lobster in it so that not all of it is submerged, but, like, mostly covered and, like, dripping a little bit. That's yeah, what. Yeah, that's what I, I dunk that boy. The whole thing gets submerged. It's just, it's not, not even lobster anymore. That. It's just, like, <laughs> butter. Yeah, lots butter. Of butter. Um... um you go. For me. We could do this all day. Let's just yeah, say it'd this. Yeah, it'd be a lot. Um, the best things together would probably be... Brie and fruit. Oh. That's really uh, good. Roasted duck skin and a bow. Oh, yeah. Peking duck. Pretty good. It's pretty it's, good. It's, it is... S God tier triple S tier good food. <laughs> Never had that. Yeah. So oh, you guys are gonna have to open up my world. Oh, we're, we're gonna open each your, other. We're gonna crack it wide open. Josh, I'm gonna open you up and be in your world. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um turn. <laughs> um man, for me, man, like chips and guacamole. But, like, none of this bullshit guacamole that you get where it's just, like, crushed up avocado. But, like, real guacamole that has, like, things in it and it's spicy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh. Oh. That could be a meal, right? Like, chips and guacamole, chips and salsa. Like, that's a meal, right? It's like a, yeah, sure. It's sold as an appetizer. but To me, that sounds like a, that's like a. Uh, like a vegan that doesn't want to be vegan. <laughs> like it's healthy, but like that's not too healthy. That's ooh. You got uh, your healthy fats with your guacamole. Oh my no, God. Dragon, you're a heavenly pairing Aww. in the chat. It called us a heavenly pairing, which is nice. Um, um, oh, yeah. That's another way that you can submit questions, everybody listening. If you go to our live stream on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, nerdon.tv backslash Twitch. Um, next question. <laughs> Yeah. Comes from Zell. When doing a barbecue, what all do you make for such an event? Ribs, corn, coleslaw, baked beans. Oh, like the whole thing? Not like, hey, I'm (laughs) bringing an item, but like. (laughs) You got us on a food rant. You're just going to get a list now. (laughs) That's the thing. We, we've done a few, like, food episodes. Like, in, if you're a member of the Neuron Nation, we do these bonus episodes. And sometimes we've done food uh. ones. 
And oh, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, so I mean, okay, is this br- what are we bringing to the barbecue? Pick one from the or? list. Yeah, what what do you bring? If if okay, so let's make the assumption that the meat is already there. The meat is already being prepared. That's the barbecue. You, you know, the meat's got to be there. So you're this is your side dish, right? Okay. I guess I don't know what list the people in the chat are talking about or the list you're talking about. I don't know if they're, I, I don't, I, I'm sorry. Maybe my history's bad, but I don't remember studying a list that was like, this is the barbecue list. Of Here you is your proper I'm, barbecue okay, etiquette. You calm down. I'm just saying what I would bring. <laughs> no, or that's have. what I'm saying. Just, just, just say what you want to bring. Two things. You bring, bring, bring a main and bring a side. My main would be ribs. I would like, I have in the past baked a whole rack of ribs or like broiled rather. Wet, uh, wet sauce, dry rub, what's the style? Uh, I do a dry rub so that it's mm-hmm. like crusted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the last like 15 minutes, I turn on the broil. Like I'll mm-hmm. leave it in there for a long time to get the dry rub on. Is this oven? And, yeah, this is oven. Because mm-hmm. I don't use my grill for whatever reason. So I will slow cook at a lower temperature, get the crusty, crispy dry rub on the outside. And then the last 15 minutes, I'll put it on a broil, put all the sauce on and have it caramelize underneath. Mm. I hate it when we talk about food. I know. I'm sorry. But so I'm also what's your not. side? What's your side? Uh, I would probably bring coleslaw. I really enjoy coleslaw, coleslaw with uh, like char meat with barbecue on it. What well, uh, color? On, white onion, red onion? Uh, it would be the variety of cabbages and carrots. And uh, I think I would probably do a white onion just for the so you don't get the ping of the red mm. onion so much. It doesn't bleed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I would uh, still have the purple cabbage in there just for the fanciness of it. Josh, you or me? Uh, you. I'm still. I'm. I'm. I'm thinking of my main. Okay, so if you, I mean, most of you on you bringing on fried chicken, Tom? Four hour episode later, <laughs> most of you watching <laughs> and listening have not uh, come to a party where I'm there. I. Always bring fried chicken. Every single time. <laughs> like, you think he's saying this to be cute? No, he brings nope. fried chicken every time. And every this is, this, time. This every is the time. reason why I love all the parties and events I've been invited to. They're nice. They're quaint. They they provide mm-hmm. such a spread. But I always feel like I'm eating snacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to eat true. sustenance. I, I typically and have skipped a meal to go to your event. <laughs> I typically just, like, got cleaned up, made sure I look all good. Pumped the iron a little bit, so I'm like, okay, I'm a little, I'm a little sexy. And then I had to go bring something, you know, probably like a beverage. And then you guys just give me chips and popcorn. I'm like, what is this? Is this for children? What, what, what is this? I have nothing with the spoon. Oh my See, god! Here's the thing. Then, I, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, anytime I go to a party, like in my mentality, I'm like, I'm going there. There's gonna be food, not snacks. Yes. Yeah. To me, I see I'm four used to versions. potluck kind of style kind of thing. I yeah, eat, I see several versions of Doritos before I see like. Here's a you know a slim jim. Like, give me the slim jim, dude. Like, I need the the carb and the calorie. Um, <laughs> so for me, it's it's a fried chicken. And if I gotta bring it there, and I'll do the the pickle brine chicken, where you let it brine in a chick in, in in a pickle, uh, whatever water for for like tw- six to twenty four hours, and then you let it um uh uh, uh marinate in buttermilk for like twelve to twenty four hours, and then 
You don't even have to bread it. You could just put it in there because it's all fluffy. It's all absorbed. It's all creamy. And you're going to taste a little bit of pickle every bite. So it's a little bit of juice, even in the white meat, which everyone, people who like it can like it. But it's always a little dry. But if you do it the right way, you prepare it, and then you hit it with the salt and the paprika at the end after you take it out. That's the way to go. My side is going to be at a barbecue. I, I like myself some mashed potatoes. Mm. Um, if I can't do mashed potatoes, then I'm going to do uh, macaroni salad. All right. Good Josh? option. Good option. Just when we talk about food, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, never, it's never just like, oh, yeah, this. It's like, and then I'm going to do this, and I'm going to caramelize it, and then I'm going to spice it with this. It's never simple. It's just never. like it makes you like. We're all foodies. Every single one of the hosts on this show. And, and like Julie, <laughs> our editor. Foodie, all of us foodies, you should see the cheesecake she makes. Anyway, sorry, oh God, Josh. Go ahead. Cheesecake. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Um, because I'm also on a diet, like I've lost almost ten pounds in the past like, few weeks. I'm pretty happy about it. Um, I okay. I know for my side is death cheese. I'm bringing oh, death yeah. cheese. Oh my god, death cheese, y'all. Death cheese. Uh, it's good, and it it's and. Good. Corey proved that it can be put on anything. It's true. Uh, he put it on you can some dip hot a dogs. pizza in there. You can dip a pizza. Uh, it can be put on anything. I will totally dip a pizza in there. <laughs> um, Gotta go hard. Our our nerd on parties that we've had where we're like, guys, we are making it so we don't have anything to do, but we're gonna eat. We're just gonna and veg out, watch like, some anime. When we did Game of Thrones. Oh, oh my god! I gotta find that video. That was ridiculous. The um, spread. <laughs> and for What's my main, I think that like, man, I don't know. I don't normally bring mains. I'd probably just like be basic AF and bring like good hot dogs or like like sausages that are like staple, a staple, like a staple kind of thing. And I'll bring the buns. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, and hopefully the amount of buns that you need for the amount of meat that you make, so it's not like an eight pack of hot dogs and like six buns. You're like, what is why? Don't I don't get that. <laughs> it's what's it's wrong so we spend world. money and just eventually just buy so many brats. Yes, brats. Mm. Mm. Oh, the one that get big when it get hot because you know. Yeah. yeah, that's George Lopez. Sorry. Yeah. So Tom. You. Yes. Uh, the next uh, part of the questions is from the chat. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I give control to you. Thank you. I, I am now. Don't the host. regret it. Look at me. I am the host now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we're gonna answer a question. This is uh, this is a question we've answered before, but I want to make sure we answer as many questions as we can. If we get them, you deserve to be to listen to, and we can answer the question for you. Uh, this question comes from Avatar Tyke. What would your signature fatality be if you were oh. a character in Mortal Kombat? Holy. Oh my God. Right? Sweet. Tom, Sweet give us some examples. Cause I'm um, like, I'm only remembering like, like two. Uppercutting somebody, but when you uppercut them, it tears their spine from their body. Okay. And, then, and then you're probably a scorpion and then you, grab, and you shoot your. <laughs> and then you grab the spine and hit their body like out of the arena. Yeah. And then you like stand there and like, yeah. Um, I think. I'm gonna take that. That's mine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> There's ones like Goro where he grabs you with his forearms and pulls each limb off and then just beats you with each limb and then you're a bloody pulp or, you know, there is probably one, I think with Mylena where like she like, 
you know, rips rips you apart and like eats your face off or something like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> like your response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this mm-hmm. this is contingent. If I was a Mortal Kombat character, I'd mm-hmm. want to be like Cabal mm-hmm. with some super speed. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so for me, mm-hmm. I would be. This is this, y'all. Y'all gonna learn some about me. Um, I would probably get your violent. little like wood chips, stick them in your fingernails. Oh god! And and then hammer them all the way, but then go like you know I'm doing at super speed, so I'm <laughs> all around the body. So pretty like much paper it's shaved cuts, off all like, of your skin. And it just goes all the way through, and then pretty much the only body that's left behind is is a skinless human being. Hmm. And then you know, walk away, throw the hammer behind me, and it lands in between the eyes. Oh my god! That's probably what I would do. Josh, I mean, Josh no, did right. <laughs> I already did. Oh, 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 that's right, that's right. Uh, uh, so I would probably, and I'm taking this from a friend who actually did uh, uh not the extent of this, but uh, we call it a swan dive. Uh-huh. Where you literally like, you know, the person's reeling or whatever, and you walk up and you grab their face sure. and slam it into the ground. So like they like skull crushing on the ground. And then I would open like a black hole underneath them and suck their body through the ground so that you watch them like disintegrate into the black hole. Hell That'd yeah. be mine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Josh is like, <laughs> I <laughs> Uh, next question from well. Doogler93. If you got superpowers, what would they be? Josh has incredible balance and can use a unicycle. There it is! <laughs> you got it! Okay. That's what I dubbed it as. I'm like, that's a superpower now. Like, it's the true. fact that you're like, I could go on my belly on a unicycle. I can't, like, I can do, I can still do the belly thing and, uh, I can that's go backwards in one night. But I can't do what I used to do. If you join the Discord, I posted some pictures last week of me unicycling down like a mountain and and whatnot. But anyway, uh-huh. it is uh-huh. a pretty cool power. Um, but but I, uh, I we have answered this question too, and I don't know if they've changed. But Josh, yours was kind of like you're like Superman ish, not yeah. all the heat vision and ice breath, but like super street, super strength, super speed, de- uh, flying and and, and vulnerability. Caitlin, yours was shape shifting. Yeah, you can so become it, anything. Was that is it, are these the same? Uh, yeah, I would say so. If I if I was oh, yeah. to have superpowers, it would probably be shape shifting. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, my, mine's the same. Speed force speed, not any other type of speed. Only speed force speed. That is the superior speed super speed. Um, actually, um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> um. Okay, next question from Burke Halter B. Burke, yeah. what are your thoughts on this new trend in film where the sound effects and music are super hot while the dialogue is ultra low? I, this is the question I said last week. Like, Josh, this is a question for you particularly, I think. Josh is okay. Um, dialogue is king. He loves it. Dialogue it's is his king. Favorite. That is, if anybody ever asks me for advice when they're mixing a film, dialogue is king. A story, a movie, when you watch it, it's for the story. What drives the story? The dialogue. Oh, no, I hate it. I, I It happens all the time where I'm watching something and you have to do this like fucking roller coaster with your volume because you're watching and you're. it's really hard to hear the dialogue. So you got to bring it up. And then an action sequence happens and, and it blows like, out your speakers. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, 
some people like it because they like I'm also I mix trailers as well. And sometimes people just think like louder is better. Like there was a whole what they called the loudness war um a while back. And the basically the industry or the people that kind of I don't remember the name of the society that runs this, but they were like, no, we can't do that. Cause what used to happen is that people would just be like making things as loud as they could. It didn't matter. They were Shout just out like, to YouTube. Make oh, it no. loud. Make it loud. And it also started to be a thing with like commercials. Like this used to be a thing that you'd be watching your show. And then all of a sudden the commercials would come on and they're super loud. Well, now there is Come a, by today. <laughs> yeah. Now there is a standard that things cannot be mixed any louder than. And a standard. So oh yeah, there is a standard. And so it's just uh I I hate it. I think people people have this conception that when it's loud, it's better. And I just, I don't think that that's true. And then maybe I, th- this is my audio schooling coming out. My, my teachers were like, dialogue is king, no matter what. If you can't hear it, then what's the point? Yep. I, I'm, I'm like that actually with music too. Like whenever my EQ is there, I'm like lyric. Put it for yeah. the lyric. I want to hear the lyrics. Of course I'll hear the music. But if I can't understand the lyrics, then what's the, don't have the I lyrics mean, in there. <laughs> One thing I'll I will say is like with you two specifically, and we we we're kind of a we're kind of a special case because of me because I do what I do professionally. I know what things need to be mixed at, and though YouTube there isn't like a vocal uh, uh, standard, there is kind of like a like a it'd be cool if you did this, but not many people have that sound knowledge. Not many people have that, like, hey, this should be at minus 16 or whatever. Like, um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of have a little bit more understanding with YouTube because most of the time it's people that they don't really know. They're just looking yeah. at the meters and the meters are, like, they're bouncing and they look cool and they're they're going into <laughs> yellow. Never let it go into red. Like, hey, cool. This is, this is loud. Um, but louder isn't better. It's just, it's just not. Yeah. It's just not. Yep. Anyway, I just went on a tirade. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. You have a lot I, of strong I, emotions about I, it. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, for the chat, somebody asked, and I'm just going to answer. I mix, I'm an audio engineer professionally. I've worked on trailers for HBO, AMC, FX, Disney. I do that kind of thing. Lots of different peeps. Yeah. Josh knows his audio stuff, y'all. I got an expert certification in Pro Tools. Um, <laughs> I want uh, next question. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. How much? How much time we have left, Josh? Um, let's see. I would say. Uns more. Let's do two more questions. Two, two more. more. Okay. Um, so this one is not from before, but it's from today, and this one's from uh, Dragon X Omega. I want to make sure I answer some questions I haven't seen before. Um, question: Do you think previous James James Generation game revisions, such as, i.e., Mass Effect Legendary Edition, should be treated as a new game release? Mm. Short answer, I, no. I say they have to be, like, the caliber of, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Like, they kind of have to be built from the ground to be considered new games. Remasters, I think, are fine. And, like, kind of like with Netflix, with, like, Breaking Bad or a show that goes on Netflix, it starts becoming big. If the remaster helps the sh- the the fandom or the franchise grow, the longevity, that's great. yeah, yeah, that's great. I don't, but I wouldn't consider it a new game. Like 
Cobra Kai is not a new show. It just went on Netflix, and that's when people started watching it. Right. So well, same I mean, thing. Now there are new seasons. So yeah. Well, yeah, it's newer seasons, um, but it's still three years old. Yeah. No, I'm I'm of the same I'm of the same mind. Moin. If it is like a if it moined, um, if it were, I don't know, like like Final Fantasy VII remake, it is basically a total rebuild. Um, I don't I don't know. That's just a weird thing. Such a weird thing when they do that. Hmm. Anyway. Well, I mean, it's it's keeping the longevity for the entire franchise and like making it so that they have the funding to make more games that's not like pushing an old product. So like I totally understand the mentality behind it. I just don't think it should be pushed as like this is a brand new game because it's already been out. You just fixed a couple of things. It's not Yeah. You know. I I think that's uh it's kind of still main there's a bunch of back and like stuff recycling and I can go on a, content. Yeah, yeah. It's just to me it's like double rewarding the crunch culture that makes it so that there's problems in the game when it launches. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. then you're like finally giving people the time they need to finish all the stuff and then you're re-releasing it like, "Ah, it's a brand new game." It's like, "No." This it's, is the game that should have come out. It's the game that could should have come out then, which I totally understand that like business contracts, companies, blah, 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 blah. There are time constraints on everything, but it's just like, yeah, that that so that's 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 my it's kind a of sticky issue because there's a lot that goes into it. Like Yeah. And, and like, I'm not saying that I'm totally knowledgeable and all that. That's just like my outside looking in my feel for re-releases and pushing them as a brand new thing. Yeah. Uh, when I know uh, that crunch culture is so pervasive in the, the game dev industry. So that's 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 my take. No, yeah. And and talking a little bit about what's going on in the chat too, like a lot of people are saying that, you know, spoilers that the ending might be updated for Mass Effect 4 or Mass Effect 4. Um yeah, but I think all of us in this room or in this in this uh episode right now are kind of saying like yeah, if it's the same plot and mechanics, then it's kind of just like an update. Right. And it's kind of just like it's not, you know, it's you free. Can, <laughs> well, no, it's can, not even free DLC. It's just yeah. DLC that you pay the full game price for. Yeah. Um, it's 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 not a it's not a Zack Snyder's Justice League where it's a completely different film. Right. <laughs> or right, right, Final right. Fantasy Seven, which is the pre- the correct analog. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. It's kind of like the legendary not legendary. It's like the the game of the year edition of a game where like here comes all the DLCs that you paid for, but now it's all one thing. Yeah. <laughs> um and but discounted. No, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not to disparage a game or anything like that. Mm. Um, so, got some questions. Got some one from last week. Got some one from today. I think the one I want to answer is one from today. Um, from uh, because it answer, it's part of the E3 stuff. Uh, Black Diablo Mamba. Um, question. Nerd on convention. What's your booth? Who would you be your guest? And what food would you serve? That's three questions. We've <laughs> talked about this before. We'll do it quick, we, quick, we've, quick. Yeah. We've talked about this before of what we'd want to have. We'd want to, we'd, it'd be like a, a podcast booth, like almost a recording booth, so to speak. And it would almost be like a rapid fire um, interview, so to speak. If somebody gave us more time, but if you've ever been to a convention, it's much, it's, it's a very quick, Super sometimes fast. interviews are like five minutes and it's like, cool. But we do like mini episodes with people where it's like, getting to talk to them about something that they're nerdy about, which is what we do on our show with our guests. Um, I mean, somebody I would love to talk to is Ashley Birch. Hmm. 
Um, yes, Caitlin. I feel like I feel like I'd like to talk to Matthew Mercer. Hmm. Just have a little sit down chat. I've met him in the past. We we crossed paths at conventions in the past, but not really like gotten to sit down and talk. You know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, food Reese cups. And bring Reese's, Reese's, cups. Reese's cups. Death cheese. Reese's. <laughs> um, I bring Reese's. For me, um, I could probably shoot the shit a lot with Kevin Smith. Mm. Um, I think him and I could talk a lot about uh, filmmaking, the fandom world, where that's evolved and grown, his trials and tribulations of navigating those waters going from like one of the most prestigious directors in the indie world to becoming one of the most hated directors to now becoming like a cult uh, a cult classic icon um you know that stuff but also being a fan of things and like how to kind of navigate around toxic fans even his own um yeah. and like it's very to interesting to watch him and Mark Bernardin talk like cuz I I don't know why I had this in in my brain for some reason I thought that Kevin Smith would be very, very critical, but he's often the guy that's like, I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. And Mark Bedarn's like, that was a P.O.S. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, which, I mean, like, yeah, Mark kind of has that um, kind of, I think, go-getter attitude of kind of like trying to see where films can go, where Kevin Smith is like, I'm just, you know, here for the ride. I've kind of had my journey and I want to continue it, mm-hmm. but I just kind of love these things. I only want to talk about the things I love and, you know, that whole philosophy, I think, is would be a pretty cool panel, I think. Um, yeah. What would the booth be? Yeah, I think it'd be like a kind of nice, giant, lounge. glorified, look like a lounge, like an IGN or a Nerdist kind of thing at a, at a convention to have people be comfortable. I do love how Kevin Smith has the IMDb boat thing, and he's always like next to the yacht. We're getting um, a boat, everybody. We're getting a boat. The food, the food <laughs> I would have. Um, I would do a little baby peeking ducks on, on a toothpick. That should be badass. So extra. You <laughs> would be badass. you would be and that extra. Everyone everyone could have whatever bubbly drink they would like, whether it's uh seltzer water or champagne. Champagne or if it's champagne. you know uh, a liqueur. It's only champagne you know, if it's bu- from the bubbly. champagne version of their place Ooh. in anyway. Um Yep. So yep. Yeah, that's, cool. that that that's that's that. That's that. Yeah, that is that. That is this week's update. Everybody that is watching live on Twitch, thank you so much. And stick uh, around. Everybody that, uh, yeah, stick around. We'll be here after we we end the show. Um, thanks for sending in your questions. We love answering these questions. It doesn't matter how mm-hmm. silly they are. We we love to answer them. So send them our way. Um, and I mentioned it briefly, but I'm going to mention it here in more detail. Do consider joining the Nerdon Nation. It does help us to grow, uh, to be the best show that we can be. And we're um, close to another goal. We are close to another goal. Once we reach 60 members of the Nerdon Nation, the nation can uh, pick a topic for one of our episodes. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I've actually been seeing this from multiple content creators recently, just reminding people that the age of advertising is kind of going somewhere else and creators mm. aren't making their money from that. It's from their audience, the, the Patreons, the, the coffees, the, uh, what are the other ones? Kickstarter, all of those things. Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, how no, content um, creators like us are able to. It's yeah. very direct anymore. It used yeah. to be a company would be like, 
I'll support your thing, but you have to do this thing. And now it's like, why don't why don't we just support directly? <laughs> um, so, exactly. Also, with you know, like Geek and Sundry and um, Tabletop, they had to uh, crowdfund their last like few seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yes, the, that's how important the audience is. And I see General G saying, listen, like, and review the podcast, especially the review the podcast. Because yeah. when you do that, you guys, okay. when you review the podcast, it's like it's like when you show up to the barbecue and you've brought not only ribs, not only fried chicken, but you brought the lobster with the butter and lemon. You went the extra mile to let us know that we are appreciated. This and barbecue just, is so dope. I want to go. It's the most <laughs> bougie barbecue you've ever been to. And that's what it's like to get a review from you all. And oh. I'm going to shout you out on the show, uh, on Nerd on the Podcast, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. So please yep. be sure to do that. And yep. I'll give you a little shouty outy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that has been the show. Oh, check out our website. That I always forget that, but it's really important. It has, if you forget anything that we say, just go to nerdon.tv. It has all of the information, all of the outlinks to everything that we do. Check yeah. it out, nerdon.tv. But that has been the episode. Thank you so much for listening or watching or whatever. Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. Nerd on.